It's Mother's Day. It's 10.30. Just got home from Mass, and um, I'm trying to establish a new Sunday routine. Like 9 a.m. Mass, 10.30 recording, and then the rest of the day. Seems to make good sense. Um, And then this podcast can be a little reflection of that thoughts and feelings and um, it's funny when these sort of coincidences I guess <laughs> let me start over I put a lot of stake in coincidence and I think like with all good and bad things, if you're looking for something in particular, you're likely to find it. And the Catholic Church um, near where I live, not the closest Catholic Church to where I live, but um, has these sort of elements, particularly the saint of the church, that make it an obvious choice. Additionally, in sort of a figuring out how to pray <laughs> in the Lord's house, I was sort of ruminating on meditation and the impulse of getting up and going to Mass. I didn't set my alarm. I just happened to go to bed early and wake up early and had just enough time to lounge in bed and get up and make coffee and walk to church and... It is both easy and difficult for me to credit that (laughs) to God. Because if I'm crediting him with all of my impulse and random idea decisions, (laughs) that's a lot of um, shit I get into (laughs) that's uh, on his shoulders. Um, But something woke me up and something... My first thought this morning was I should go to Mass. So I did. Trust those instincts. And, um, you know, center of the bullseye with the homily today. Listening, specifically, the mention of the word meditation after I had just been thinking it. And um, and listening and and being open to hearing the word of God. And when you, as a lamb or a sheep, go astray, your shepherd will always bring you back. And it just, they don't all hit that well. (laughs) But this one did. It's also Mother's Day, which makes me think about sort of in the Ten Commandments, you honor your parents. It's a very specific choice of words, honor. I think I've talked about that here before um, because I had a very special conversation with a very special person uh, about that specific thing nearly a year ago. And... um,
honor. So we continue our reading today, Ezekiel chapter 18. Chapter 18. The word of the Lord came to me. What do people mean by quoting this proverb about the land of Israel? The father, the fathers eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, you will no longer quote this proverb in Israel for every living soul belongs to me. The father as well as the son, both alike belong to me. The soul who sins is the one who will die. I had to pause recording after five minutes to chug some water. I sang <laughs> all the hymns an octave down today. Oof. Okay. 18.3. As surely I live, as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, you will no longer quote this proverb in Israel. For every living soul belongs to me, the father as well as the son, both alike belong to me. The soul who sins is the one who will die. Suppose there is a righteous man who does what is just and right. He does not eat at the mountain shrines or look to the idols of the house of Israel. He does not defile his neighbor's wife or lie with a woman during her period. He does not oppress anyone, but returns what he took in pledge for a loan. He does not commit robbery, but gives his food to the hungry and provides clothing for the naked. He does not lend at usury or take excessive interest. He withholds his hand from doing wrong and judges fairly between man and man. He follows my decrees and faithfully keeps my laws. That man is righteous. He will surely live, declares the Sovereign Lord. Suppose he has a, a violent son who sheds blood or does any of these other things, though the father has done none of them. He eats at the mountain shrines. He defiles his neighbor's wife. He oppresses the poor and needy. He commits robbery. He does not return what he took in pledge. He looks to the idols. He does detestable things. He lends at usury and takes excessive interest. Will such a man live? He will not. Because he has done all these detestable things, he will surely be put to death, and his blood will be on his own head. But suppose this son has a son who sees all the sins his father commits, and though he sees them, he does not do such things. He does not eat at the mountain shrines or look to the idols of the house of Israel. He does not defile his neighbor's wife. He does not oppress anyone or require a pledge for a loan. He does not commit robbery but gives his food to the hungry. And provides clothing for the naked. He withholds, he withholds his hand from sin and takes no usury or excessive interest. He keeps my laws and follows my decrees. He will not die for his father's sin. He will surely live, but his father will die for his own sin because he practiced extortion, robbed his brother, and did what was wrong among his people. Yet you ask, why does the son not share the guilt of his father? Since the son has done what is just and right and has been careful to keep all my decrees, he will surely live. The soul who sins is the one who will die. The son will not share the guilt of the father, nor will the father share the guilt of the son. The righteousness of the righteous man will be credited to him, and the wickedness of the wicked will be charged against him. But if a wicked man turns away from all the sins he has committed and keeps all my decrees and does what is just and right, he will surely live. He will not die. 
None of the offenses he has committed will be remembered against him. Because of the righteous things he has done, he will live. Do I take any pleasure in the death of the wicked? declares the Sovereign Lord. Rather, am I not pleased when they turn from their ways and live? But if a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits sin and does the same detestable things the wicked man does, will he live? None of the righteous things he has done will be remembered. Because of the unfaithfulness he is guilty of and because of the sins he has committed, he will die. Yet you say the way of the Lord is not just. Here, O house of Israel, is my way unjust? Is it not your ways that are unjust? If a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits sin, he will die for it. Because of the because of the sin he has committed, he will die. But if a wicked man turns away from the wickedness he has committed, but if a wicked man turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he will save his life. Because he considers all the offenses he has committed and turns away from them, he will surely live, he will not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is not just. All my ways unjust, O house, are my ways unjust, O house of Israel. Is it not your ways that are unjust? Therefore, O house of Israel, I will judge you, each one according to his ways, declares the sovereign Lord. Repent. Turn away from all your offenses, then sin will not be your downfall. Rid yourself of all the offenses you have committed, and get a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I take no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent and live. Chapter 19 Take up a lament concerning the princes of Israel and say, What? A lioness was your mother among the lions. She lay down among the young lions and reared her cubs. She brought up one of her cubs, and he became a strong lion. He learned to tear the prey, and he devoured men. The nations heard about him, and he was trapped in their pit. They led him with hooks to the land of Egypt. When he saw her hope unfulfilled, her expectation gone, she took another of her cubs and made him a strong lion. He prowled among the lions, for he was now a strong lion. He learned to tear the prey as he devoured men. He broke down their strongholds and devastated their towns. The land and all who were in it were terrified by his roaring. Then the nations came against him, those from regions round about. They spread their net for him, and he was trapped in their pit. With hooks they pulled him into a cage and brought him to the king of Babylon. They put him in prison, so his roar was heard no longer on the mountains of Israel. Your mother was like a vine in your vineyard, planted by the water. It was fruitful and full of branches because of abundant water. Its branches were strong, fit for a ruler's scepter. It towered high above the thick foliage, conspicuous for its height and for its many branches. But it was uprooted in fury and thrown to the ground. The east wind made it shrivel. It was stripped of its fruits. Its strong branches withered and fire consumed them. Now it is planted in the desert in a dry and thirsty land. Fire spread from one of its main branches and consumed its fruit. No strong branches left on it, fit for a ruler's scepter. Chapter 20 In the seventh year, in the sixth 
In the seventh year, in the fifth month, on the tenth day, some of the elders of Israel came to inquire of the Lord, and they sat down in front of me. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, speak to the elders of Israel and say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Have you come to inquire of me? As surely as I live, I will not let you inquire of me, declares the Sovereign Lord. Will you judge them? Will you judge them, son of man? Then confront them with the detestable practices of their fathers and say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. On the day I chose Israel, I swore with uplifted hand to the descendants of the house of Jacob and revealed myself to them in Egypt. With uplifted hand, I said to them, I am the Lord your God. On that day, I swore to them that I would bring them out of Egypt into a land I had searched out for them, a land flowing with milk and honey, the most beautiful of all lands. And I said to them, each of you, get rid of the vile images you have set your eyes on and do not defile yourselves with idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. But they rebelled against me and would not listen to me. They did not get rid of the vile images they had set their eyes on, nor did they forsake the idols of Egypt. So I said I would pour out my wrath on them and spread my anger against them in Egypt. But for the sake of my name, I did what would keep it from being profaned in the eyes of the nations they lived among, and in whose sights I revealed myself to the Israelites by bringing them out of Egypt." Therefore I led them out of Egypt and brought them into the desert. I gave them my decrees and made known to them my laws. For the man who obeys them will live by them. Also I gave them my Sabbaths as a sign between us, so they would know that I, the Lord, made them holy. Yet the people of Israel rebelled against me in the desert. They did not follow my decrees, but rejected my laws, although the man who obeys them will live by them. And they utterly desecrated my Sabbaths. So I said, I would pour out my wrath on them and destroy them in the desert. But for the sake of my name, I did that would keep it from being profaned in the eyes of the nations in whose sights I had brought them out. Also with uplifted hand, I swore to them in the desert that I would not bring them into the land I had given them, a land flowing with milk and honey, most beautiful of all lands. Because they rejected my laws, did not follow my decrees, and desecrated my Sabbaths. For their hearts were devoted to their idols. Yet I looked on them with pity and did not destroy them or put an end to them in the desert. I said to their children in the desert, Do not follow the statuses of your fathers, or keep their laws, or defile yourselves with their idols. I am the Lord your God. Follow my decrees, and be careful to keep my laws. Keep my Sabbaths holy, that they may be a sign between us. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. But the children rebelled against me. They did not follow my decrees. They were not careful to keep my laws, although the man who obeys them will live by them. And they desecrated my Sabbaths. So I said I would pour out my wrath on them and spend my anger against them in the desert. But I withheld my hand, and for the sake of my name I did what would keep it from being profaned in the eyes of the nations in whose sight I had brought them out. 
Also with uplifted hand, I swore to them in the desert that I would disperse them among the nations and scatter them through the countries because they had not obeyed my laws, but had rejected my decrees and desecrated my Sabbaths, and their eyes lusted after their father's idols. I also gave them over to statues that were not good and laws they could not live by. I let them become defiled through their gifts, the sacrifice of every firstborn, that I might fill them with horror so they would know that I am the Lord. That I might fill them with horror so they would know that I am the Lord. Therefore, son of man, speak to the people of Israel and say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. In this also your fathers blasphemed me by forsaking me. When I brought them into the land I had sworn to give them, and they saw any high hill or any leafy tree, there they offered their sacrifices, made offerings that provoked me to anger, and presented their fragrant incense and poured out their drink offerings. Then I said to them, What is this high place you go to? It is called Bama to this day. Therefore say to the house of Israel, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Will you defile yourselves the way your fathers did and lust after their vile images? When you offer your gifts, the sacrifice of your sons in the fire, you continue to defile yourselves with all your idols to this day. Am I to let you inquire of me, O house of Israel? As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I will not let you inquire of me. You say you want to be like the nations, like the peoples of the world who serve wood and stone. But what you have in mind will never happen. As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I will rule over you with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with outpoured wrath. I will bring you from... The nations and gather you from the countries where you have been scattered with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with outpoured wrath. I will bring you into the desert of the nations and there face to face. I will execute judgment upon you. As I judged your fathers in the desert of Egypt, so I will judge you, declares the sovereign Lord. I will take note of you as you pass under my rod and I will bring you into the bond of the covenant. I will purge you of those who revolt and rebel against me, although I will bring them out of the land where they are living, yet they will not enter the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord. As for you, O house of Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says, go and serve your idols, every one of you. But afterward you will surely listen to me and no longer profane my holy name with your gifts and idols. For on my holy mountain, the holy mountain of Israel, declares the sovereign Lord, there is, there in the land of the entire house of Israel will serve me, and there I will accept them. There I will require your offerings and your choice gifts along with all your holy sacrifices. I will accept you as fragrant incense when I bring you out from the nations and gather you from the countries where you have been scattered, and I will show myself holy among you in the sight of the nations. Then you will know that I am the Lord when I bring you into the land of Israel, the land I had sworn with uplifted hand to conduct, and all the actions by which you have defiled yourselves, and you will loathe yourselves for all the evil you have done. You will know that I am the Lord. When I deal with you for my name's sake and not according to your evil ways and your corrupt practices, 
O house of Israel, declares the Sovereign Lord. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, set your face toward the south, preach against the south, and prophesy against the forest of the southland. Say to the southern forest, Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign says, I am about to set fire to you. And it will consume all your trees, both green and dry. The blazing fire will not be quenched, and every face from the south to north will be scorched by it. Everyone will see that I, the Lord, have kindled it. It will not be quenched. Then I said, Ah, Sovereign Lord, they are saying to me, Isn't he just telling parables? Chapter 21 The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, set your face against Jerusalem and preach against the sanctuary. Prophecy against the land of Israel, and say to her, This is what the Lord says, I am against you. I will draw my sword from its scabbard and cut off you, both the righteous and the wicked. Because I am going to cut off the righteous and the wicked, my sword will be unsheathed against everyone from south to north. Then all people will know that I, the Lord, have drawn my sword from its scabbard. It will not return again. Therefore groan, son of man, groan before them with broken heart and bitter grief. And when they ask you, why are you groaning? You shall say, because of the news that is coming. Every heart will melt and every hand go limp. Every spirit will become faint and every knee become as weak as water. It is coming. It will surely take place, declares the sovereign Lord. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, prophecy and say, son of man, Prophecy and say, This is what the Lord says. A sword, a sword sharpened and polished, sharpened for the slaughter, polished to flash like lightning. Shall we, resort, shall we rejoice in the scepter of my son Judah? The sword, de- the sword despises every such stick. The sword is appointed to be polished, to be grasped with the hand. It is sharpened and polished, made ready for the hand of the slayer. Cry out and wail, son of man, for it is against my people, for it is against all the princes of Israel. They are thrown to the sword along with my people, therefore beat your breast. Testing will surely come. And what if the scepter of Judah, which the sword despises, does not continue, declares the Sovereign Lord. So then, son of man, prophesy and strike your hands together. Let the sword strike twice, even three times. It is a sword for slaughter, a sword for great slaughter, closing in on them from every side. So that hearts may melt, and the fallen be many. I have stationed the sword for slaughter at all their gates. Oh, it is made to flash like lightning. It is grasped for slaughter, O sword, slashed to the right, then to the left. Wherever your blade is turned, I too will strike my hands together, and my wrath will subside. I, the Lord, have spoken. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man. Mark out two roads for the sword of the king of Babylon to take, both starting from the same country. Make a signpost where the road branches off to the city. Mark out one road for the sword to come against Rabbah of the Ammonites and against um, and another against Judah and fortify Jerusalem. For the king of Babylon will stop at the fork in the road at the junction of the two roads to seek an omen. 
He will cast lots with arrows. He will consult his idols. He will examine the liver. Into his right hand he will come for the lot of Jerusalem, where he has set up battering rams to give the command to slaughter, to sound the battle cry, to set battering rams against the gates, to build a ramp, and to erect siege works. It will seem like a false omen to those who have sworn allegiance to him, but he will remind them of their guilt and take them captive. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, because you people have brought to mind your guilt by your open rebellion, revealing your sins in all that you do. Because you have done this, you will be taken captive. O profane and wicked prince of Israel, whose day has come, whose time of punishment has reached its climax, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Take off the turban, remove the crown, it will not be as it was. The lowly will be exalted, and the exalted will be brought low, a ruin. A ruin, I will make it a ruin. It will not be restored until he comes to whom it rightfully belongs. To him I will give it. And you, son of man, prophesy and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says about the Ammonites and their insults. A sword. A sword drawn for slaughter, polished to consume and to flash like lightning. Despite false visions concerning you and lying divinations about you, it will be laid on the necks of the wicked who are to be slain, whose day has come, whose time of punishment has reached its climax. Return the sword to its scabbard in the place where you were created in the land of your ancestry. I will judge you. I will pour out my wrath upon you and breathe out my fiery anger against you. I will hand you over to brutal men, men skilled in destruction. You will be fuel for the fire. Your blood will be shed in your land. You will be remembered no more, for I, the Lord, have spoken. Chapter 22 The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, will you judge her? Will you judge this city of bloodshed? Then confront her with all her detestable practices and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, O city that brings on herself doom by shedding blood in her midst and defiles herself by making idols. You have become guilty because of the flood you... You have become guilty because of the blood you have shed and have become defiled by the idols you have made. You have brought your days to a close and the end of your years has come. Therefore, I will make you an object of scorn to the nations and a laughingstock to all the countries. Those who are near and those who are far away will mock you, O infamous city full of turmoil. See how each of the princes of Israel who are in you uses his power to shed blood. In you they have treated father and mother with contempt. In you they have oppressed the alien and mistreated the fatherless and the widow. You have despised my holy things. You have despised my holy things and desecrated my Sabbaths. In you are slanderous men bent on shedding blood. In you are those who eat at the mountain shrines and commit lewd acts. And you are those who dishonor their father's bed. And you are those who violate women during their period when they are ceremonially unclean. In you, one man commits a detestable offense with his neighbor's wife, another shamefully defiles his daughter-in-law, and another violates his sister, his own father's daughter. 
If you men accept bribes to shed blood, you take usury and excessive interest and make unjust gain from your neighbors by extortion, and you have forgotten me, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will surely strike my hands together at the unjust gain you have made and at the blood you have shed in your midst. Will your courage endure on your hands, or your hands be strong in the day I deal with you? I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do it. I will disperse you among the nations and scatter you through the countries. I will put an end to your uncleanness. When you have been defiled in the eyes of the nations, you will know that I am the Lord. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, the house of Israel has become dross to me. All of them are the copper, tin, iron, and lead left inside a furnace. They are but the dross of silver. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, Because you have all become dross, I will gather you into Jerusalem, as men gather silver, copper, iron, lead, and tin into a furnace to melt it with a fiery blast. So will I gather you in my anger and my wrath and put you inside the city and melt you. I will gather you and I will blow on you with my fiery wrath and you will be melted inside her. As silver is melted in a furnace, so you will be melted inside her. And you will know that I am the Lord, that I the Lord have poured out my wrath upon you. Again, the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, say to the land, you are a land that has had no rain or showers in the day of wrath. There is a conspiracy of her princes within her like a roaring lion tearing its prey. They devour people, take treasures and precious things, and make many widows within her. Her priests do violence to my law and profane my holy things. They do not distinguish between the holy and the common. They teach that there is no difference between the unclean and the clean, and they shut their eyes to the keeping of my Sabbath, so that I am profaned among them. Her officials within her are like wolves tearing their prey. They shed blood and kill people to make unjust gain. Her prophets whitewash these deeds for them by false visions and lying divinations. They say this is what the Sovereign Lord says when the Lord has not spoken. The people of the land practice extortion and commit robbery. They oppress the poor and needy and mistreat the alien, denying them justice. I looked for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land, so I would not have to destroy it, but I found none. So I will pour out my wrath on them and consume them with fiery anger, bringing down on their own heads all they have done, declares the Sovereign Lord. Chapter 23 The word of the Lord came to me, son of man. There were two women, daughters of the same mother. They became prostitutes in Egypt, engaging in prostitution from their youth. In that land their breasts were fondled and their virgin bosoms caressed. The older was named... I thought this said Ulala. The older was named Ohola, and her sister was Oholiba. They were mine and gave birth to sons and daughters. Ohola is Samaria, and Oholiba is Jerusalem. Ohola engaged in prostitution while she was still mine, and she lusted after her lovers, the Assyrians, warriors clothed in blue, governors and commanders, all of them handsome young men and mounted horsemen. 
She gave herself as a prostitute to all the elite of the Assyrians and defiled herself with all the idols of everyone she lusted after. She did not give up the prostitution she began in Egypt when during her youth young men slept with her, caressed her virgin bosom, and poured out their lust upon her. Therefore I handed her over to her lovers, the Assyrians, for whom she lusted. They stripped her naked, took away her sons and daughters, and killed her with a sword. She became a byword among women, and punishment was afflicted on her. Her sister, Oholiba, saw this, yet in her lust and prostitution, she was more depraved than her sister. She too lusted after the Assyrians, governors and commanders, warriors in full dress, mounted horsemen, all handsome young men. I saw that she too defiled herself. Both of them went the same way. But she carried her prostitution still further. She saw men portrayed on a wall, figures of Chaldeans, portrayed in red with belts around their waists and flowing turbans on their heads. All of them looked like Babylonian chariot officers, natives of Chaldea. As soon as she saw them, she lusted after them and sent messengers to them in Chaldea. Then the Babylonians came to her, to her bed of love, and in their lust they defiled her. After she had been defiled by them, she turned away from them in disgust. When she carried on her prostitution openly and exposed her nakedness, I turned away from her in disgust, just as I had turned away from her sister. Yet she became more and more promiscuous as she recalled the days of her youth when she was a prostitute in Egypt. There she lasted, lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were like those of donkeys and whose mission was like those of horses fucking gross so you longed for the lewdness of your youth when in egypt your bosom was caressed and your young breasts fondled therefore O holy ba that is what the sovereign lord says i will stir up your lovers against you those you turned away from in disgust and i will bring them against you from every side the Babylonians and all the Chaldeans, the men of Pekad and Shoah and Koah, and all the Assyrians with them, handsome young men, all them governors, all of them governors and commanders, chariot officers and men of high rank, all mounted on horses. They will come against you with weapons, chariots, and wagons with a throng of people. They will take up positions against you on every side with large and small shields and with helmets. I will turn you over to them for punishment, and they will punish you according to their standards. I will direct my jealous anger against you, and they will deal with you in fury. They will cut off your noses and your ears, and those of you who are left will fall by the sword. They will take away your sons and daughters, and those of you who are left will be consumed by fire. They will also strip you of your clothes and take your fine jewelry. So I will put a stop to lewdness, to the lewdness and prostitution you began in Egypt. You will not look on these things with longing or remember Egypt any more. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I am about to hand you over to those you hate, to those you turned away from in disgust. They will deal with you in hatred and take away everything you have worked for. They will leave you naked and bare, and the shame of your prostitution will be exposed. Your lewdness and promiscuity have brought this upon you, because you lusted after the nations and defiled yourself with their idols. You have gone the way of your sister, so I will put her cup into your hand." This is what the Sovereign Lord says. You will drink your sister's cup, a cup large and deep. 
It will bring scorn and derision, for it holds so much. You will be filled with drunkenness and sorrow, a cup of ruin and desolation, a cup of your sister Samaria. You will drink it and drain it dry. You will dash it to pieces and tear your breasts. I have spoken, declares the Sovereign Lord. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Since you have forgotten me and thrust me behind your back, you must bear the consequences of your lewdness and prostitution. Therefore, the Lord said to me, Son of man, will you judge Oholah and Oholibah? Then confront them with their detestable practices, for they have committed adultery, and blood is on their hands. They committed adultery with their idols. They even sacrificed their children, whom they bore to me as food for them. They have also done this to me at the same time they defiled my sanctuary and desecrated my Sabbaths. On the very day they sacrificed their children to idols, they entered my sanctuary and desecrated it. This is what they did in my house. They even sent messengers for men who came from far away, and when they arrived you bathed yourself for them, painted your eyes, and put on your jewelry. You sat on an elegant couch with a table spread before you, before it on which you had placed the incense and oil that belonged to me. The noise of a carefree crowd was around her. Sabines were brought from the desert along with men from the rabble, and they put bracelets on the arms of the women and her sister, of the woman and her sister, and beautiful crowns on their heads. Then I said about the one worn out by adultery. Now let them use her as a prostitute, for all that she for that is all she is. And they slept with her. As men sleep with a prostitute, so they slept with those lewd women, Ohola and Oholiba. But righteous men will sentence them to the punishment of women who commit adultery and shed blood, because they are adulterous and blood is on their hands. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, bring a mob against them and give them over to terror and plunder. The mob will stone them and cut them down with their swords. They will kill their sons and daughters and burn down their houses. So I will put an end to lewdness in the land, that all women may take warning and not imitate you. You will suffer the penalty for your lewdness and bear the consequences of your sins of idolatry. Then you will know that I am the Sovereign Lord. So here in chapter 23, we hear a sexually explicit story about two prostitute sisters. Ezekiel is then encouraged to whip up a mob to stone these two women to death. My questions are, what? <laughs> but also it's a metaphor, a parable perhaps. I would say the men who slept with these women should also get stoned. We punish the prostitute and not her clients. And a warning to all women, but not to men. Chapter 24. In the ninth year, in the tenth month, on the tenth day, the word of the Lord came to me, son of man. Record this date, this very date, 
because the king of Babylon has laid siege to Jerusalem this very day. Tell this rebellious house a parable and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Put on the cooking pot. Put it on and pour water into it. Put into the pieces of meats. Put into it the pieces of meat, all the choice pieces, the leg and the shoulder. Fill it with the best of these bones. Take the pick of the flock, pile wood beneath it for the bones, bring it to a boil, and cook the bones in it. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, Woe to the city of bloodshed, to the pot now encrusted, who, whose deposit will not go away. Empty it piece by piece without casting lots for them. For the blood she shed is in her midst. She poured it on the bare rock. She did not pour it on the ground where dust would cover it. To stir up wrath and take revenge, I put her blood on the bare rock so that it would be covered. So that it would not be covered. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Woe to the city of bloodshed. I, too, will pile the wood high, so heap on the wood and kindle the fire. Cook the meat well. Mixing in the spices and let the bones be charred. Then set the empty pot on the coals till it becomes hot and its copper glows, so its impurities may be melted and its deposits burned away. It has frustrated all efforts. Its heavy deposit has not been removed, not even by fire. Now your impurity is lewdness, because I tried to cleanse you, but you would not be cleansed from your impurity. You will not be clean again until my wrath against you has subsided. I, the Lord, have spoken. The time has come for me to act. I will not hold back. I will not have pity, nor will I relent. You will be judged according to your conduct and your actions, declares the Sovereign Lord. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, with one blow I am about to take away from you the delight of your eyes. Yet do not lament or weep or shed any tears. Groan quietly, but do not mourn for the dead. Keep your turban fastened and your sandals on your feet. Do not cover the lower part of your face or eat the customary food of mourners. So I spoke to the people in the morning. In the evening, my wife died. The next morning, I did as I had been commanded. Then the people asked me, Won't you tell what these things have to do with us? So I said to them, The word of the Lord came to me, saying to the house of Israel, This is what the sovereign Lord says I am about to desecrate my sanctuary. I am about to desecrate my sanctuary. The stronghold in which you take pride, the delight of your eyes, and the object of your affection, the sons and daughters will you left behind will fall by the sword, and you will do as I have done. You will not cover the lower part of your face or eat the customary food of mourners. You will keep your turbans on your heads and your sandals on your feet. You will not mourn or weep, but will waste away because of your sins and groan among yourselves. Ezekiel will be assigned to you. You will do just as he has done. When this happens, you will know that I am the sovereign Lord. And you, son of man, on the day I take away their stronghold, their joy and glory, the delight of their eyes, their heart's desire, and their sons and daughters as well, on that day a fugitive will come to tell you the news. At that time your mouth will be opened, you will speak with him, and will no longer be silent. So you will be a sign to them, and they will know, I am the Lord. I really struggle with the sort of back and forth between uh, 
like literally two chapters ago talking about the sins of the wicked will be paid for by the wicked and the righteous will be judged righteous and the son who does not sin like his father will be judged as righteous and now as God desecrates his sanctuary the joy and delight of his people their sons and daughters will fall by the sword and perhaps the Lord is judging the sons and daughters as wicked because they are wicked but 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 chapter 25 the word of the Lord came to me son of man set your face against the Ammonites and prophecy against them say to them hear the word of the sovereign Lord this is what the sovereign Lord says because you said aha over my sanctuary when it was desecrated and over the land of Israel when it was laid waste and over the people of Judah when they went into exile. Therefore, I am going to give you to the people of the east as a position, as a possession. They will set up their camps and pitch their tents among you. They will eat your fruit and drink your milk. I will turn Rabah into a pasture for camels and Ammon into a resting place for sheep. Then you will know that I am the Lord. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because you have clapped your hands and stamped your feet, rejoicing with all the malice of your heart against the land of Israel, therefore I will stretch out my hand against you and give you as plunder to the nations. I will cut you off from the nations and exterminate you from the countries. I will destroy you and you will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because Moab and Seir said, Look, the house of Judah has become like all the other nations, therefore I will expose the flank of Moab, beginning at its frontier towns, Beth, Jeshemoth, Balmion, and Kiriathame, the glory of that land. I will give Moab along with the Ammonites to the people of the east as a possession so that the Ammonites will not be remembered among the nations. I will inflict punishment on Moab. Then they will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, because Edom took revenge on the house of Judah and became very guilty by doing so. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will stretch out my hand against Edom and kill its men and their animals, and I will lay it waste from Taman to Dedan, and they, and from Taman to Dedan, they will fall by the sword. I will take vengeance on Edom by the hand of my people Israel, and they will deal with Edom in accordance with my anger and my wrath. They will know my vengeance, declares the sovereign Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, because the Philistines acted in vengeance and took revenge on, and took revenge with malice in their hearts, and with ancient hostility, hostility sought to destroy Judah. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. 
I am about to stretch out my hand against the Philistines, and I will cut off the Carathites and destroy those remaining along the coast. I will carry out great vengeance on them and punish them in my wrath. Then they will know that I am the Lord when I take vengeance on them. And we will conclude with uh, Ezekiel chapter 26. In the eleventh year, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, because Tyre has said to Jerusalem, Aha, the gate to the nations is broken, and its doors have swung open to me. Now that she lies in ruins, I will prosper. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I am against you, O Tyre. I will bring many nations against you like the sea, casting up its waves. They will destroy the walls of Tyre and pull down her towers. I will scrape away her rubble and make her a bare rock. Out in the sea she will become a place to spread fishnets, for I have spoken, declares the Sovereign Lord. She will become plunder for the nations, and her settlements on the mainland will be ravaged by the sword. Then they will know that I am the Lord. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, From the north I am going to bring against Tyre Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, king of kings with horses and chariots, with horsemen and a great army. He will ravage your settlement. He will ravage your settlements on the mainland with the sword. He will set up siege works against you, build a ramp up to your walls, and raise his shields against you. He will direct the blows of his battering rams against your walls and demolish, demolish your towers with his weapons. His horses will be so many that they will cover you with dust. Your walls will tremble at the noise of the war horses, wagons, and chariots when he enters your gates as men enter a city whose walls have been broken through. The hooves of his horses will trample all your streets. He will kill your people with the sword, and your strong pillars will fall to the ground. They will plunder your wealth and loot your merchandise. They will break down your walls and demolish your fine houses and throw your stones, timber, and rubble into the sea. I will put an end to your noisy songs, and the music of your harps will be heard no more. I will make you a bare rock, and you will become a place to spread fishnets. You will never be rebuilt, for I, the Lord, have spoken, declares the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to Tyre. Will not the coastlands tremble at the sound of your fall, when the wounded groan and the slaughter takes place in you? Then all the princes of the coast will step down from their thrones and lay aside their robes and take off their embroidered garments. Clothed with terror, they will sit on the ground, trembling every moment, appalled at you. Then they will take up a lament concerning you and say to you how you are destroyed, O city of renown, peopled by men of the sea. You are a power on the seas, you and your citizens. You put your terror on all who lived there. Now the coastlines tremble. On the day of your fall, the islands in the sea are terrified at your collapse. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, When I make you a desolate city like cities no longer inhabited, and when I bring the ocean depths over you and its vast, vast waters cover you, then I will bring you down with those who go to the pit. To the people of long ago I will make you dwell in the earth below, as in ancient ruins, with those who go down to the pit, and you will not return or take your place in the land of the living." 
I will bring you to a horrible end, and you will be no more. You will be sought, but you will never again be found, declares the Lord. Thank you for listening. Let go and let God.